The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Their double fried chicken sandwiches at Fry the Coop can make you have feelings, intense feelings. The spicy butter one will make you feel happiness. Yeah, that's right, happiness. Fry the Coop, the best chicken sandwiches ever. And now the Black and Abdallah podcast. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Black and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. All together now, get ready for the NBA in season tournament. Yeah, y'all know what time it is. Lack of lollygagging. But there can only be one number one. And the race to that chip is on. The NBA in season tournament. Kevin Zipak is really into this. I don't think he appreciated us 20 minutes ago ripping the NBA in season tournament. This is brutal. This is a classic song. No, I know it's a classic song. But is that getting you amped for NBA basketball on November the 3rd? I'm fired up. I don't know about you guys. Shay Norling filling in for Abdallah tonight. It's Bluck and Abdallah on a Friday night. All calls welcome. It's brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Shay, we just had the song of the night. We featured a new Beatles song. Uh, here on the show, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we are enthusiasts of the band Creed. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, Creed's awesome. How about this? Callers 5 and 10 right now at 312-332-3776. You'll win a pair of tickets to see Creed. That's right. Call her 5 and 10 at 312-332-3776. Creed, right now, tickets are on sale for the Summer of 99 Tour featuring Creed, Three Doors Down, and Finger 11. Friday, August 16th, next year at Credit Union 1 Amphitheater in Tinley Park. Head to LiveNation.com now to buy tickets. You get your own pair of tickets. Callers 5 and 10 at 312-332-3776 to see Creed. So there you go. Just a little gift on behalf of Bluck and Abdallah. We are huge Creed fans. That's and so a, are the uh, Texas Rangers who won the uh, World Series. That's a pretty good gift on behalf of Bluck and Abdallah. No, it's right. right? I know, Can uh, you I know, get me I, tickets? I know the, uh, well, that, there you go. That should have been, you should have recorded that earlier and then we could have played that as part of the promo. Well, you should have let me know. <laughs> and, then, and then we could have done it. Abdallah's Can trying to score. The, Abdallah's trying to call in right now. He, he desperately wants to go to this show so august 16th next summer tinley park creed three doors down finger 11 callers five and ten at 312-332-3776 you win a pair of tickets finger 11 is quite a throwback as well yeah it is this is quite the show hey man it's a friday night with black and doll what do you expect send adam abdallah back to his tween days when he gets to this one mark in lincoln park you're on espn 1000 what's up mark Hey, Chris. Hey, Shay. How are you guys doing? Today? We're good, man. What's, What's up, Mark? Good. Uh, Shay, good meeting you at Cody hanging out with you and Tyler. That was the older guy telling you to go easy on one of your callers. <laughs> I uh, believe he's on hold. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I, think he was ban- I think he was banned by Zerman the other night. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Uh, uh, Chris, no. Chris, that's why I called you guys. I was, like, trying to calm things down. Hey, uh, in light of the NBA's, like, whatever this tournament's called, I know there's a new song. I was talking to your producer. At this point, since they don't know anything and they're trying to copy World Cup brackets, let's just use one shining moment at the end of the, <laughs> the tournament. <laughs> at least people Shame know the, the song. To, uh, come to the tailgate at Eastfield Museum always stands, my friend. Will do. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, one shining moment, though. I think one shining that, moment. Let's just steal everything. 
I don't hate that idea. One shining moment at the end of the in-season tournament. That's they, what I mean, I'm saying. You know, like they don't know what they're doing with it. So let's just have the NBA guys have their one shining moment. Did you hear LL Cool J in the song? He said there can only be one number one. Only one number one. I believe that's the NBA champion at the end of the season is the one number one. One would think. Yeah, that's just me. Well, I think I think that's how that works in professional sports. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Have a great night, guys. There he is. There's Mark in Lincoln Park. If you want to join the conversation, Friday night calls. All calls welcome. It's brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. We'll go to Bob and Juliet. Bob, you're on ESPN 1000. Thanks for taking the call. Um, hey, I'm age 63. Mm-hmm. Last time I watched the Bulls was, um, you know, the second uh, coming of Jordan, early 90s. I haven't watched. I'm sort of a... Um, yeah, I'm a sports fan, but not big basketball. Um, but you know, in in '93, in the early '90s, when they won, uh, that's the last time I watched the Bulls game. Just to let you know, when I when I hear it on the radio that, that we're going to cover the Bulls, and I just turn it off. I go to WBBM to hear the uh, um, sports weather. Yeah, sports weather and news, whatever. Okay, so. Thanks for he- listening to that. Here's my um, uh, Bears uh, comment. Um, okay, so I live in Joliet. I work downtown Chicago. I deal with publicly traded companies, okay? You know, sure. like Google, Microsoft, Apple, you yeah. know, Disney, who owns your whatever. If the Bears, if they weren't in a monopoly, they would be a penny stock. They are, it's, it, it, they're laughable. Any comments? Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the call. A penny stock. The Chicago Bears. Your thoughts, Jay Norlin? Go. That, that was. That, I don't know what to do. That was all over the place. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it, I would say a penny stock. No. I, I just they think would it's not be a penny stock. I think you would just have to compare them to a company that's family owned compared to some Fortune 500 companies that are like big tech sector companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like the 49ers are Google. Yeah, yes. The, the Bears are like Silicon a, Valley, Tech Money, Apple. The, the Bears are like Ace Hardware. Yeah, and I, I feel like this whole conversation is very Colin Cowherd, right? Like, eh, <laughs> the 49ers when are. When are you think about the HP. Niners, you think about yeah. Apple, you yeah. think about Google, yeah. you think about Silicon Valley. Yeah. You think and, about the Bears, it's a wrench. You go to Ace Hardware. <laughs> You think about the bears, it's blue right. collar, it's working with your yeah. hands, yeah. it's getting down on your knees and doing things. <laughs> what? Wow, Shay Norling, wow, all right. What are you doing on your on your knees? What things are you doing? You didn't think you were going to say that. I saw the look in your face. You were like, should I go for it? Here I am. You please, know, please mark that as 709. I, I put, Jeez. Put some hours in this week. Friday night, you get a little rowdy, you get a little rough, and uh, what, sometimes please, please tell us what's the work that you're doing just happen. on your knees there. What'd you do there? You know, today before I got to work tonight, I got home from doing the morning show, and I turned on my kitchen sink, and the water starts coming out as it normally does, and then it slows down, sputters, turns brown, and then stops. No water pressure in the sludge. Sink. Sludge is coming yeah, it's out. It's not great. And so I spent an hour diagnosing the problem. And then I spent 
three hours fixing my faucet. I was doing blue collar on my hands and knees work today. You were underneath? Yeah. I was down under. On your back? I was down under the sink on my back. (laughs) Taking care of the hoses. That's impressive. I I would not know what to do in that situation. Congrats to Frank (laughs) and Hector. Frank and Hector are the winners of the Creed tickets. Go to LiveNation.com to get your tickets. Creed, next summer. Congratulations, Frank and Hector. Thank you for listening to Black and Abdal. Shea was uh, on his hands and knees with tubes fixing the sink earlier tonight. (laughs) Doing a lot of manual labor. How did you know what to do? Guessed, mostly. You didn't Google what to do? I was looking for the manufacturer of the faucet because it doesn't have a brand name on it. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. And so I just kind of, you know, you turn the supply off. I disconnected the hoses and then I turned the supply back on and it was coming out of there fine. So then I know it's a faucet issue. So I just took the faucet apart and pulled like. Why was there sludge in there? Well, we were getting work done on our bathroom. So they turned the water off yesterday. So I imagine what happened is it's an old building. They turned the water back on and a bunch of garbage went through the pipe and into the faucet and then plugged it up. Doesn't that make you feel good about the water you're drinking every day? Yeah. So, no, I dude, I had to un, untangle on un whatever a wire hanger and run it through all of the hoses in the faucet. Wow. I, it, was, it, it was brutal. Wow. I was not having a good time. Look at you. But I got it done, and now I feel like God. Mo in Frankfurt, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mo. Yo, yo, yo. Um, I want to say something. Um you know what, Shay, about the whole puke thing, you know, on the field? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mo, hold on. This court is it looks like the worst thing I've ever seen on television. This Bulls, Bulls-Nets game, we are watching it here in the studio. It is a bright red court. You can barely make out, like, the where the basketball is, where the players are. This is terrible. It's actually an assault no, on the senses. This is, a, a this is a I'm, joke, I'm watching, right? All right, go I'm home. Watching go the ahead, same thing. I'm sorry. No, I'm watching the same thing. I agree. I agree with Shay big time. Um, but it feels like it's like the Green Bay Packers on the Bears field. That looks like puke for me anyways. They're green and gold, whatever, you know. But anyways, All it right. was great hanging out with um, Yurko and Carmen and Abdullah today. We went to uh, Tinley Park, uh Nice. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We're hanging out. It was oh, fun, no. dude. It was awesome. <laughs> Tory Craig um, just ate it on the court. Definitely slipped on the on the paint. <laughs> I'm serious. He he just wiped the, out the regular hardwood showing up underneath the spot where he fell down. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mo. I I keep getting distracted by this court. Mo carpooled to Tinley Park with Carl oh, nice. York and Abdallah today. Did Abdallah drive you? Yeah. No, Yurko did. He's fast, man. He drives too fast. <laughs> no, no. He, they, listen, let me tell you something. They came to my, um, this is where I live. Frankfurt and Tinley Park are neighbors, right? Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to come and visit them. Nice. Right? I got some got some wings, you know, hung out with the guys. Really good show. Awesome, you know. But uh, I, I kind of want to talk about uh, the sweat. You know, we, we got this guy. He's good. He's going to make Jalen uh, Johnson look a lot better, which is probably going to make his um, 
franchise tag or whatever, not even franchise tag, but, you know, his contract's going to go up. But Sweat's going to make him look better. What is the dot connect to there? So How is Montez is like, Sweat going to make Jalen Johnson look better? Because I play football, so I know. So oh, basically what what's happened, your experience? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Ask Yurko and uh, Carmen and, and Abdallah. Well, I showed them my ring. I was, I'm going to say championship, okay? I played football. I coached no, good for you, Mo. So Where, I know uh, which school? Uh, Linkaway. Nice. So, and anyways, and Yurko loved it. He, lo- he loved the ring. I brought the ring up to the show. But anyways, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you get a pass rush and you rush that quarterback, he throws the ball kind of away, Jalen Johnson's probably going to get more interceptions. And then what's going to happen at the end of the year? You know what? He's probably going to end up wanting more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what's going to happen. So it's like a, a double-edged sword, you know. But it is what it is. There is no know. edge on that sword. If you have good players, you pay them. You have money. It is not my money. I'm not losing sleep over Jalen Johnson getting paid if he plays really well. No, I agree with you 100%. Yes, you pay that guy. I mean, like, okay, so we're listening to the to the conference with Jalen Johnson, and then here's Yurko laughing when Jalen Johnson says he's the best cornerback in the league. Well, yeah, it's a ridiculous statement. I, I don't. I mean, I don't agree with Jalen Johnson. He's not the best, but he said it, and Yurko left. But he wants to get paid the best, and I'm like, come on, no, dude, just get a nice deal. You know, we got a good team coming, and we got a, a defense that's kind of building a little bit. And, you know, the offensive line, maybe we can get a nice center, whatever, for the offensive line or whatever. But Hey, Mo, yeah, do you have, do have any show it. notes for us? What do you have I there? Do. What do you got? Okay, so, all right. So we were talking about candy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, on Halloween. All right. You want to go from five to one or one to five? Whatever it is, make it quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to I mean, I'll just put it on the Twitter. I mean, I just no, go ahead. To... Just decide. All right. Sweet Quickly. Oh, five. my goodness. Mo. <laughs> Quickly. Five. What do you have at five? Sweet tarts. Okay. Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Oh, speed okay. it up. Let's go. <laughs> Three. Okay. Uh, we got a Starburst. Starburst. The red ones. Two. Skittles. Love it. Number one. Bottle caps. <laughs> Bottle caps, really? That's the worst top five I've ever heard. All right. All right, Mo. Thank you. Is you that all you have for oh, show notes? Oh, 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 Shay. Come on. Bottle caps are awesome. It's the worst top five I've ever heard. Any, any other show notes there, Mo? Oh, Chris, what do we do? We're up against it, Chris. All right, Mo. All thank right. you. Thank well, you, man. Listen. Love you. There he is. Thank you. There he is. Mo in Frankfurt. Yes. Thank you, Mo. It's the worst top five I've ever heard. I actually don't mind a couple of them. I love Star- Starburst and Skittles. are both great. Starburst and Skittles are fantastic. Bottle Caps 1 is the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no. That's that's a no-go for me. All right, there it is. Blackham Doll on a Friday night. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. Brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Lines are open at 312-332-3776. 
Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. It's really ridiculous sitting here watching Bulls basketball because it, it, it is this court is bothersome. Like, I don't see how this can go over well at all. I don't know how they ever thought this was a good idea. It's like, again, this is what I said when the Bucks had their vomit green stripe court going on. This is something that if if I'm tuning in because this is an interesting gimmick, I'm immediately turning it off. If I weren't watching basketball tonight anyway, I would turn this off because it's it's hard to look at. It looks like low-level uh, Division One college basketball. You, right. know, you know how teams do things with their fields and courts to get attention? Boise State, the blue yeah. turf. I believe there is a college football team that plays on a red turf. I, I do think that there is a team out there that does that. And it's a total gimmick. It's some team out west. Um, but we're watching the Bulls play the Nets right now. They're in the first quarter. It's a close game. Roost, Roost Field, Eastern Washington University, yeah, Eastern. is a fully red turf with black end zones. All right. Well, it's uh, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. All calls welcome on a Friday night. It's presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. And, Shay, it's time to make the Tito's Handmade Vodka cocktail of the night here on All Calls Welcome, Friday night calls. So I've got two glasses, two Tito's glasses for us here, a little Tito's Handmade Vodka. I'm going to make the cocktail. Tonight's cocktail. So essentially from here until the end of the year, we're going to feature a different cocktail here on Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. Uh, until we round out uh, 2023. Uh, so tonight's cocktail is the Tito's Cola. Tito's Handmade Vodka and Cola. It's simple, right? It's an easy. It's a classic one. Yeah, it's good. Not a lot of ingredients. It won't take very long to make, but uh, I'm going to make you the Tito's Handmade Vodka and Cola. Are you okay with that? I'm excited All about right. this. I can't All wait. Right. I've got ice. Gotta Got to get the ice in the glass. I'm not typically a vodka drinker, but Tito's Handmade Vodka. Oh, it's the best. You got you to gotta indulge once in a while. It's all I drink, really. That's all you drink? Yeah, it is. All day long? No, I mean, Nothing coffee, but Tito's water. handmade vodka. If I'm drinking an alcoholic beverage, it's usually Tito's. Chris wakes up. 100%. And gets his handle of Tito's handmade vodka. All right, we got ice in the glasses. Our uh, first ingredient, we're going to go with the Tito's. Two ounces of Tito's handmade vodka. All right, so two ounces for Shay. Can you hear that on? Listen on to the, this guy. Mixologist Black over here. All right. And we'll go. Uh, hey, make, bartender. Make two cocktails here. So we'll do two ounces. Four I could months. definitely see Black being right. like a bartender, like a fancy place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If the radio career ever uh, doesn't sure. work out for you. I can definitely be a bartender. Four ounces of cola over ice. You going to measure that four ounces? Do you want me to? I yeah, can. I think you should. We, we got to abide by the instructions here. All right. We have a small can of cola. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be eight ounces of cola in that can. That's a good point. There might not be. All right. That's the smallest can of cola I've seen in my life. <laughs> I know. I know. Thank you to Pat Hester who hooked us up with this. <laughs> shout, shout out, Pat, our oh, wonderful it, MC. It will be enough. 
It will just be enough is cola. It, is it an eight ounce can? It is a seven and a half ounce uh, can. So we're so short. We're just short. Do you want some extra cola? No, that's all right. Okay. I'll, I'll be t- happy with the cola that I'll I got. I'll take the extra cola. All right, good. All right, so the cola's in there. The Tito's handmade vodka is in there. We need a fresh squeeze of a lime. Oh. So I was up there upstairs earlier. I was cutting the limes. Careful you don't get show. it in your eye. What did you how tight did you tie that back? Just no, rip it. It wasn't bad. Just rip it. No, we, this is a process, Shay. You can't you gotta do it right. If you were gonna bartend, you gotta be a little quicker than this. Well, I'm I'm not looking for a tip from you're you. You're floundering under the bright lights here. No, I'm not. Your your drink's you gonna be delicious. Mine's getting longer, pal. <laughs> you gotta get these there's things. Only, served. There's only two drinks that are gonna be made tonight. Oh, I'll tell you that much. Lines getting longer out here. All right, so Bars the lime backed up. Lime going in. So we got lime. We got the cola. Tito's handmade vodka. Now they say you could try cherry cola for a little extra Ooh. sweetness. Ooh. If you want a little extra sweetness to the drink? I'm a big cherry cola fan. I'd be into that. Now I'm going to stir for you. Look at that. This is expert work. Isn't that fantastic? A little Tito's handmade vodka. All right, there's Shays. I'm really Mine impressed. All right, here we go. Tito's handmade vodka, the cocktail of the night. Bluckham doll, all calls welcome. Here we go, Shay. Give that a try. Right, thanks, pal. Hey, you, want go? Little, you want a little cheers action? Yeah, here you go. Ready? For cheers. good luck? How about there that little go. clink? All right. Take a sip. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll work. Wow, that is good, that'll actually. actually work. All right, so there you go. Tito's handmade vodka cola it's the recipe for this evening all calls welcome on black and doll brought to you by tito's handmade vodka it's the tito's in cola two ounces of tito's handmade vodka four ounces of cola over ice fresh squeeze of a lime and also if you want to get something that's a little sweeter uh, try the cherry cola instead of the normal cola it's black and doll shea filling in for abdallah tonight here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. So, yeah, every Friday night, we will have a different cocktail to make here on the show featuring Tito's Handmade Baca. You have to get Adam to consistently say the word cocktail. Uh, he hates that's it. That's the challenge. See, that that's the thing. That's the difference between Abdallah and I is I, I am a cocktail guy, and Abdallah can't stand the word cocktails. I, he called it, like, moist. He says it's like when people say they have a problem with the word moist. When he hears the word cocktail, he cringes a little bit. I think it's a, it's a fun word to say. It is a fun word. You get to yeah. say something naughty, yeah, yeah. but you get away with it. Right. So it, it's uh, it's fun. And, and I, I like saying, hey, you want to go get some cocktails? He hates that. Yeah. See, I don't know that I'm a big fan of that. Well, Just what would ask you say? Me drinks? drinks? Yeah, you yeah, want to go get? Say, you want to get some drinks? You could say drinks. You want to meet cool for beers? That. Yeah, Cock- if somebody comes, you want to meet for cocktails? I'm like, I would do that. This sounds I'm, little... I'm the guy that would do that. Yeah, but you you feel a little bougie. I feel like if if somebody's asking a me little. for cocktails, we're going to some bougie ass place. I'm going to be paying twenty five dollars a drink. I want to meet for drinks. I want to re- meet someplace ratty and drink garbage. <laughs> Some hole in the wall that, yeah. that has uh, $2 drinks. Yeah. I mean, listen. Tito's I, on special? That's what I want. Well, I mean, I, I don't think the uh, Tito's and Cola is, is very uh, high end. No, I, this, this is this wonderful. Is, this is an every man's drink. This, this, this is, is something I would drink at home constantly. I mean, 
Tito Sammy Vodka. All day long. No, From true. morning till night, Chris is downing the Tito's and Cola, well, the Tito's handmade vodka and I, cola. I'm not kidding. If I'm drinking a cocktail or if I'm drinking at all, it's usually Tito's. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not usually drinking a ton of beer, not really a ton of whiskey. Uh, it is usually Tito's handmade vodka, which is, which is great. It's my wife's go-to. Is she's, it really? Yeah, she's a big vodka soda drinker, yeah. and it's always Tito's. Yeah. Every time she gets a, a drink like that at a bar, it's always Tito's. Vodka soda, a little lime. It's the same thing. I mean... Cola's good, too, so it's a nice uh, change of pace because usually I am going vodka soda. I usually don't think to do the vodka cola either. I yeah. Typically, that's like a rum thing or uh, if oh, you're at man. a wedding, the, the good old Jack and Coke order <laughs> Jack at the and bar. Coke at a wedding. I, I remember like back in college, it was uh, Captain Morgan's and, and cola was like a huge thing in college. I don't know if younger people are drinking that anymore because, you know, like all of the... Uh, all these seltzers have all taken over everything uh, for, for the younger people. So I haven't had Captain Morgan since my freshman year of college. Yeah. I downed a fifth one night, and that was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even smell the stuff. You know, everybody's got the yeah. one alcohol, the yeah. one liquor. You get a whiff. It's over for you. You can't drink it. Southern Comfort. SoCo? Yeah, when was the last time you had Southern Comfort? Well, it's like a it, that's the thing you get your hands on in high school yeah. because you can't afford to get anything decent. Right. So you get your hands on SoCo. When you smell that, it's like, oh! oh. I always liked Southern Comfort. It reminds me of being younger. Honestly, I can't even remember what it tastes like. It, it, the smell would probably spark a memory because yeah. that's the association, but I don't remember what SoCo tastes like. <laughs> you, When you're out this weekend, you should try and find it. Do they have it at bars? Yeah, yes. Yeah. You can order it. I would never think to do it. Yeah. Do it as a joke. Order a round of shots for like you and your friends. SoCo and Lime. Southern Comfort. We're all going to do SoCo shots. I think it'd be funny. We The green tea shot is really popular in my friend group. Wait, what's that? I honestly don't know, but it tastes like green tea. I huh. couldn't tell you what's in it off the top of my head, but we uh, a lot of green tea shots in my lifetime. All right, so uh, Black and Abdallah, Friday nights, all calls welcome. you got 30 minutes left to call into the show, be a part of the show at 312-332-3776. All calls welcome, brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. And tonight's Tito's Handmade Vodka cocktail of the evening is the Tito's Handmade Vodka and Cola. And uh, there you go. Each Friday night, we will feature a different cocktail here on Black and Abdallah. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Shay Norling filling in for Abdallah tonight. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. It's brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tomorrow morning here on ESPN 1000, you'll have Chicago's College Tailgate with Shay and Tyler from 9 to 11 a.m. We have a big NFL weekend, but also a huge college football weekend. You yeah. guys will have all the action tomorrow morning starting at 9. Some real good games tomorrow, Chris. Notre Dame, Clemson. Yeah. USC or Trojans taking on the Washington Huskies. Good luck. We got Bedlam, both ranked somehow. Oklahoma State 
got blown out at home by Southern Alabama earlier in the year. Southern Alabama's terrible. Yeah. Got blown out at home, somehow have rescued their season, and are in the Big 12 hunt. The 22-ranked Cowboys, Oklahoma State. Bedlam should be exciting, 230. And then, the theater of the night. Adam Abdallah's Crimson Tide host the LSU Tigers. This is my favorite non-big-time rivalry rivalry game in football. It is a big-time rivalry. But you're, you're saying not the not uh, the Iron Bowl, not an end of end of season rivalry game not, type of thing. Yeah, like the final week, you've got Michigan, Ohio State, you've got uh, Auburn, Alabama. Do was so for USC Notre Dame. Where does that qualify to you? Is that a a traditional? Yeah, rivalry? that's up there. USC ND they play every year. Yeah, it's always been you know kind of that high level matchup. Their blue blood programs historic. I'm with you. LSU Alabama has for the last 15 years. It's been epic football. It's been great to watch each and every year. I actually Abdal and I went to Tuscaloosa in Bryant Denny Stadium and we saw an LSU Alabama game. It was awesome. Bama crushed them. It, it wasn't really a close game, yeah. um, but like the atmosphere was incredible. Uh, so yeah, that game is at six forty-five on CBS weird tomorrow night. Start time. It is, and it's also weird for CBS to be highlighting an SEC game at night on their network. Usually, those games are the two o'clock window. Yeah, but now um, they got the Big Ten deal, yep. and all these TV deals are mucked up. I hate that, and like that's the worst part about college football realignment is that all of the traditions that you used to have. And even the the cable providers and which channels you could find teams like it's all a mismatch now. It, it's all just random, you know. Like NBC's airing Iowa and Penn State or whatever random Big Ten games. It's just weird. The are whole you, thing is weird. Are USC and Notre Dame still going to play every year now that USC's in the Big so. Ten? I think they're the one team that they're allowed to like keep on their. Uh, schedule. They'll just schedule them as a non-conference opponent yeah. every year. Yeah, because the big uh, controversy for USC fans is that uh, one was last week. So Cal, they beat Cal last week right. in the end. Uh, Cal is the opponent that USC has faced the most in their history. There's no team they have played more than Cal. They, they go back the longest with Cal. They will no longer be playing Cal. So that was a, a major question mark for USC fans. Yeah. And then Stanford. The Stanford game is a huge game for USC every year. The Stanford game will no longer be a part of their schedule. Beat Gone. the farm. That was always a huge deal. Uh, and to me, you know, outside of Notre Dame, UCLA uh, as being the two top rivals, Stanford is not far behind for USC fans that dislike Stanford. So that will be gone. But the Notre Dame game will continue on. And then obviously UCLA is moving to the Big Ten as well. So that game will continue on as well. Yeah, and you get to start next season at Michigan. Yeah, that, I saw that the other day. September the 21st, that game is uh, at Ann Arbor. Yep. That, that, that's crazy. Um, but, like, you know, when you look at the whole picture of college football, a lot of it is tradition and regional uh, attachment. And, like, that's why I brought up the Cal thing with USC. Like, Cal's not good, but they have the longest history with USC. Well, and now that's just being thrown out the window for greed and and for television partners. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's where you see teams like Oregon State and Washington State who, yeah, they're not national title contenders, but their histories are just going to be completely wiped because everyone left the Pac-12 in the last two standing. 
And then you got schools like Oregon, who's out. Their rivalry, Oregon State. How does that work? Washington, Washington State. Like, it, it just those are the things that I appreciate about college football that I hope aren't completely eliminated when all of this changes. It's all gone. It's already gone. Like, for yeah. me, Michigan State, outside of the big in-state rivalry with Michigan, Notre Dame, historically, is the biggest rival for Michigan State. They yeah. don't play anymore. That, those are great games. I loved watching those games, Michigan State and Notre Dame. That's a historic rivalry that's just been wiped out. Tomorrow, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, every single year, Bedlam, you wait for it. Tomorrow might be the last time it happens. Well, and, and that's where, you know, you see a situation like Michigan and Notre Dame. They had a rivalry. It was off the table for a long time. They brought it back. And now with all the realignment, it's like it's not really going to continue either. And it was like some of those games are primetime ABC games at night at the big house. Over 100,000 people are there. Like, what was that? Those were like the Denard Robinson years, right? It was the first night game ever at the big house, I think, was 2014. And, and they wore the throwback uniforms and the helmets and everything. Like, like, that was awesome. Yeah, that was great. That was a legendary college football game. And, and some of that stuff's just going to go away because now I get it. There will be some great matchups. Some of these Pac-12 teams who are hosting Big Ten teams, like I know Wisconsin will be playing at the Coliseum in, in Los Angeles. So, like That's pretty cool. Like Some of these Big Ten teams are going to be playing in the Rose Bowl and in the Coliseum. That's unique for Big Ten football, right. and it'll be really nice. And seeing a team from the West come to Camp Randall or go to Ann Arbor will be cool. It'll be, it'll be nice. But, like, the true rivalries of college football is what makes college football so special. The other thing that I have a huge issue with, and it's not because the bowl games were great, but you thought they were meaningless when we moved to a four-team playoff. They're really meaningless now. And, like, I have no illusions over what I am. I think Michigan State can be a better program than they are. I think they can make a huge hire. They're 11th in revenue. They can be a big boy. But I know historically they're not. And for a long time, like winning the conference and going to the Rose Bowl or making something like the Citrus Bowl, if you're a school like Ole Miss, if you're a school like Mizzou, Michigan State, some of these middle-of-the-road conference schools, that was a big deal. And now you're going to go to 12 teams – and all these bowl games don't matter. And it's like, if you're not a fan of one of the halves of college football, you better hope your team gets its bleep together and becomes one of the halves or just stop watching the sport because you're going to watch a bunch of kids who eight weeks in, opt out of games, hit the portal, leave, don't care, there's no loyalty to the program. And if you do make a bowl, God forbid you make the Citrus Bowl, which used to be cool, well, now, whatever, nobody's going to play in it. We're going to yeah. start some redshirt kid who hasn't played it all this year. All the stars are going to sit out to protect their draft value or their transfer stock. Like, that, to me, makes college football hard to root for. Because if you're a fan of Michigan, wonderful. If you're a fan of USC, Bama, like these power programs, you'll see what you've always seen. In name. Uh, USC hasn't been good since like no, 2004. So, But you get my name. point. Like, yeah. If you're a fan of We're Ole Miss. We're going on 20 years of bad football for SC. So. If you went to Purdue, yeah. if you went to forget about the was, magic ride season where you get a good year and you go to a cool bowl game and you have a cool opponent, it's never going to happen again. Like, like it's, um, it's something that I've debated against for a long time because I understand the merit of a playoff format 
And I understand that more games is appetizing. The problem is, like you laid out, when you add 12 or 16 teams, the, the fall off on the schools having a chance slash uh, special seasons or even just doing all right for your school and then having something to like chase after, like knowing that your second place, your third place team is playing in the Alamo Bowl or the uh, San Diego Holiday Bowl or whatever that is and how your conference like fits with that. Or like the team that wins the Big Ten goes to the Rose Bowl. The second team goes to uh, usually it was like the, the Outback Bowl, uh, which would be played yeah, on Gator New Year's Bowl. Day and the Gator Bowl and those bowls are be played in Florida. Like that to me had value. And once you go to 12 and then 16 and you keep expanding this, you're right. It's all washed out. None of it matters anymore. And then it's like we've eliminated what made college football great. I know the, the alternative would be like, well, we're, we're going to get all these playoff games. The problem with the playoff games is like there's no guarantee that they're going to be good. Right. And there's also no guarantee that like those teams who have a chance of getting in will actually do anything. I mean, don't we kind of we saw what happened last year. TCU had a magical season. One of the most embarrassing national championship efforts we have ever seen yeah. in the sport because they're not a team that should have been in that spot. Georgia should have faced off against whoever we thought the second best team in the country was for the championship. That's what it should have been. Michigan, whoever it was last year, Alabama, whatever the case may be. And like, that's where the sport, it's not on a level playing field. So when you get these teams who get into this playoff, people think that there's going to be some level of, uh, you know, parody. That's not going to be the case in college football. Yeah, I mean, the elite of the elite will always be that. Like, I think as a fan, your expectation has to change. But that's kind of what I'm highlighting as being the part that sucks. Yeah. Is you used to be able to have realistic expectations. Like, if you went to Western Michigan, you get a dream year. You go 12-0, and yeah. you get a trip to the Cotton Bowl, you get to play Wisconsin in a game that really meant something for your program. Now, that's way harder to make happen because if you do have a year like that, all the kids on the team are gone. Let's, we're going to USC, we're going wherever. You know, like, you can't build a program anymore. If you land somebody good at a Mac school, they're going to the Big Ten or they're going to the SEC. They're going to go play for Prime. Like, you don't get to build programs and have those really cool moments. That sucks. And then the aspect of, like, I don't want the NFL on Saturdays. I've always believed Michigan State can be better than they are, but I don't want to have to treat them the way I treat an NFL team. And my expectation every year has to be so make a huge hire and recruit people and transfer kids in, and we have to make a playoff or it's meaningless. Right. Like, you've lost the middle ground in college football. Yeah, you you really have. And, and, and you're never going to be Georgia. Like, No. You get the reward of we get in as the eighth-ranked team so that you can maybe win a home game in a playoff. That's awesome. And then you get a trip to whatever the neutral site is. So Georgia or Bama or Ohio State can kick your teeth in. <laughs> On national television, and it's like, wh- who wants that? DJ and Aurora, you're on ESPN 1000 with Black and Shea. What's up? Oh, good, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. A uh, couple things um, about the basketball thing. I'm a little, I was at work, and then you get to make a phone call. Yeah. Um, so in in season uh, tournaments, 
is I trying to get back into the game. I, this makes no sense to me. I just don't understand why they would do that. I feel like it's like a little league tournament. They're just regular season games with a yeah. label on them. That's yeah, all that's, it is. That, it's what it is. I got you. Another thing uh, with that Bucks court, now you had that that lime green, yeah, striped down the middle. I bought my house recently, and the whole first floor is like that color. So I get what you mean by that vomit green. It was it was horrible. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. Thanks for the phone call. Yep. There is. There's DJ in Aurora. We go to Dave in Colorado, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you guys doing? We're, We're good, good man. Dave. Doing good. Uh, I got two questions. Um, if if field if you were like a betting a betting man, would you would you bet Fields to be on the team next year if he doesn't play well? And uh, uh, go ahead. And uh, if if with, with Bajan, if they draft a quarterback, do you, do you think Bajan would start, or or would it be whoever they draft? If they draft a quarterback, they're gonna they're gonna start that guy from day one. That's usually how it works, especially if you take someone in the top ten. Um, and then your question about Justin Fields: if he's bad, he may be back, uh, maybe as a backup, but I think that seems a bit unlikely. Um, but who knows? Yeah, I just think if you draft a rookie, there's yeah very limited pathways to keep Fields on the roster. It's just there's not a good way to do it. Do you think? Do you think Fields then starts as as QB one, and then they do like a quarterback war? Is that what you think would be? No, I think if you draft a rookie, that rookie starts. Like yeah. if yeah. you draft somebody in the top ten, if you draft Bo Nix, is there a world where he's not the week one starter? Yes, but if you take Caleb Williams or Drake May. They are quarterback one week one. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, love your show. Thank you, uh, Dave. Have a good night. You too, man. Thank you. There's Dave listening on the ESPN Chicago app. I say this. I think the round in which you pick the quarterback, I think, could have something to do with it. First round quarterback, they're starting. Second round quarterback, eh, probably starting. Third round quarterback, Fields is probably starting. I don't think a second-round quarterback starts. If you take, really? like, Jordan Travis, I don't think Jordan Travis okay. starts week one. Well, what if Bo Nix falls in the second round? I don't think he does. Okay. I, J.J. McCarthy? I don't think he falls that far. See, like, that's where it could get interesting. Like, he, well, what, what are we talking about? They don't have their second-round pick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Thanks a lot, Ryan. <laughs> what am I thinking about? Of we, course. We don't even get to fantasize about a second-round quarterback anymore. Thanks See, a lot. We could have had J.J. McCarthy with a second-round pick. i got to watch Montez Sweat instead. I'm trying to figure out, like, well, if they get a second-rounder, could they start? Hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. They just traded it away. All right. <laughs> what about a third-round quarterback? I think then field starts. Who's I think. the third round quarter? We're going to get some kid out of Shadur, Houston. No, Shadur Sanders. He's not going. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> tomorrow you have uh, Chicago's College Tailgate with Tyler. What should we expect on the show tomorrow? We're going to break down the games and we're going to talk about this Connor Stallions <laughs> fellow who's now fired. Enjoy the soup kitchen. Dressed like Bobby F. and Valentine on the sideline at Central Michigan with spy glasses. <laughs> What is going on? 
Chris, I'm not Those even... Were, the, the pictures of that are just incredible. I'm not even angry about it. I'm not clutching my pearls. I think it's crossed into theater of the absurd. It's gotten to the point you just have to laugh. <laughs> it's unbelievable what's happening in Ann Arbor. Hey, could you, uh, in like 30 seconds, could you explain to me the Michigan situation like I'm a five-year-old? Hmm. Uh, the, it's like you're playing a board game. And you install a camera on the back wall. Let's say you're playing Go Fish. And you have a camera that connects to your iPad because you're yeah. a little five-year-old child in 2023. <laughs> so you have an iPad. A little iPad kid? Yeah, and you got your iPad under the table and it's connected to the camera. And the camera shows you all the cards dad has. Okay, and that's what that's they're doing. That's what Michigan has done. Okay, and everyone's upset that they know that you're doing that, that you're cheating on dad. I'm not upset. No, the other teams. Oh, yeah, but the Big Ten Ten teams are furious. They should be. Of course they're furious. All right, that's pretty good. You've got the Purdue head coach going, we know for a fact they were at our games. That's outstanding. Shane Norling, you'll hear him tomorrow with Tyler Aki at Chicago's College Tailgate, 9 to 11 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome. Friday Night Calls. It's Black and Abdallah presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. One more segment left. We're with you and your calls coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Blackin' Abdallah here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Shay Norling for filling in for Abdallah tonight. Also, thank you to Kevin Zipak and Kendra Smith for producing tonight's show. How about this, Shay? On Sunday, we have our uh, Blackin' Abdallah Bears pre-pre-show. We'll be on from 8 to 10 in the morning. We'll get you ready for the network pre-game show with Sylvie Dion and Lance Briggs. They'll get you ready for the Bears and the Saints. You'll listen to the game, Bears-Saints, right here on ESPN Chicago. We'll be on the air, and then after the show at 10 a.m., we are going to go at noon over to Fry to Coop in Westtown. And we're going to have a nice. watch party. It'll be a Fry to Coop Pipeworks watch party, Pipeworks uh, Brewery, and Fry the Coop. We're going to be hanging out at the Fry the Coop in Westtown from noon to 2, you know, Obviously, the game will go beyond two. We're going to watch the football game. It's a professional football t- team in Chicago against a professional football team in New Orleans playing football on Sunday. Cannot say the official names, but I think you understand which game we will be watching on Sunday at noon. The team from Chicago. Yes, the team from will Chicago. play the team from New Orleans. Yes. Uh, so we will be there. Fry the Coop, Westtown, uh, Sunday at noon for a watch party. Uh, presented by Pipeworks and Fry the Coop. This is what I'm told. This is uh, not a joke. Fry the Coop has some awesome giveaways. Seriously. Some of the stuff that I'm seeing here that uh, they are going to give away. What are they giving away? During the game. 
uh, perhaps some uh, tickets to a professional basketball team in town. Oh. Uh, perhaps some professional baseball tickets from the north side. Oh, wow. A variety. Uh, there's uh, perhaps major gift card opportunities from Fry the Coop. Uh, some gear. Uh, Pipeworks, beer as well. Holy cow. Like Fry, Fry the Coop is rolling it out for this uh, That's watch unbelievable. Party. So I- uh, if you can make your way over there at noon on Sunday to hang out with Black and Abdallah at Fry the Coop in Westtown and uh, drink some Pipeworks with us, uh, it should be a great time because Fry the Coop is giving away some awesome stuff. Are they going to have the uh, chicken and waffle maple syrup dip thing going on? Because I may come just to check that out. Yeah, I believe they will. That I, looks fantastic. I know today is National Sandwich Day, so uh, it, it was a great time if you could get some Fry the Coop. But yeah, and then you'll have uh, Chicago's College Tailgate tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. Kevin, can we get to good question? Let me finish talking. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Don't interrupt me, okay? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? How could you ask me a question like that? I'm on Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? Waddle leads 30. Sylvie with 18, Mike Gilligan 11, Jonathan oh. Hood with 8. Our favorite segment, It's Good Question. Here's this week's edition. Is Cody Whitehair? I mean, the guy's a, oh, veteran, a long-time that. veteran in this league and has played well at times. He's played center plenty. Ten-year guy. Is, is Cody Whitehair having trouble calling out the proper uh, protections? Because that was a big issue. They don't want to call out their guys, okay, I guess we just have to accept that. But was that a big part of the issue that for some reason Cody Whitehair has been unable to identify or at least call out properly to his linemates what they should be doing in tandem as a group across that offensive line? It's a good question. What have you made of all the unders in the National Football League recently and as Vegas started to adjust? It's a great question. Peggy and I were having the conversation oh, about, about, that. about that label that's thrown around in sports. NFL does it. Generational talent. We hear it in hockey, maybe less frequently, but it's one that's attached to Connor Bedard. And so far through, what, five, six games, he's living Mm -hmm. up to that. But from your perspective, what is it about him that makes him fit that label? And one that, like, isn't just going to fade after the first month or two of the season. As you said, we know this is a rebuilding team. But why does he fill the generational (laughs) talent label? All right. That's a great question, Cody. What do you say to the people? So you've done NFL games for years and years, Monday Night Football, now Sunday night football. What do you say so to the guys who tune Waddle. into football wow, each and every effort? week? Yeah. Who don't care about Taylor yeah. Swift. And now Taylor's <laughs> taking over their Sunday games and they're pissed. What do you say to those they people? They don't care. Great. Great. Awesome Great. question. Why aren't awesome. they good as they so should be? Well, it's a great question. While we're on the offensive line, Tom, I know Lucas Patrick is uh, a go, and he's he's going to get give it a start. If the back does tighten up, and if they do need another center, and start instead of shifting around all the way, are you bringing in Doug Kramer? Because I do not want Cody Whitehair snapping the football anymore. You know that's a good question, Sylvie. I expect a lot of turnover from January. Are wow. you connecting any dots to Ryan Poles being safe because he was allowed to make this kind of a deal yesterday? It's a good question. 
about that? Sylvie went from 18 to tw- uh, 22. He really caught fire He's there. now eight behind Waddle. This thing's a race. Thank you, Shay, for filling in for Abdallah yeah, tonight. Yeah, it was a fun time. I'm uh, glad I got to hear Sylvie go walk-on tournament <laughs> mode there. <laughs> we'll be listening tomorrow morning, Chicago's College Tailgate at 9. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.